Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to talk about the Challenge Double Agents episode 12. Uh, for all of the people that went to our YouTube channel to see the video form of this podcast last week, we apologize. Uh, if I feel like there's one thing that you can expect from us at this point, it's technical difficulties. Uh, fingers crossed there will be a video edition of this uh, episode this week. Uh, we're recording it right now. Um, in, in the daytime, in the daytime, which is strange. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to find it at the Challenge Chronicles on YouTube. You can email us, listener email questions at the Challenge Chronicles at gmail.com. Someone left a an iTunes comment asking uh, where they can reach out to us. So you can you can send us messages there. Um, you can get a t-shirt at bigdubdiesel.com, dub with two, two Bs. We left a lot of links for this in the uh, notes last week. And depending on the platform, like it's hit or miss on whether or not the links actually show up. And I sent a message to Podbean, our hosting provider, and they were pretty much like, get out of here. Um, <laughs> so sorry, if, sorry if the, the links don't come through. Um, all right, let's talk about episode 12. Rob, you said you wanted to talk about Lolo. Well, can, can we talk about Lolo first off? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah let's talk about Lolo. Lolo. Um, so Lolo claims that her exit was uh, actually forced by production, that apparently there was, I think they've said, claimed a mental health issue, if I'm reading that right. And then didn't you say that that was out. Didn't you say that was corroborated by other people on the cast too? I think so. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything that I, I don't know for sure. So I, she claims that, and then she also claimed that on the mission, Big T and CT were dropped outside the drop zone. And so they should have been disqualified. But she says production would have preferred Big T and CT win instead of Cam and Kyle, which is why they were given the win. What do you mean that they were dropped out? You mean they were That's dropped closer there to like the, a tar- the There was like a target zone on, with the helicopter that you were supposed to drop into that they missed, she is claiming. So, so they should have been disqualified. So it was that CT and Big T let go too late? That's what you're saying, or that I, it was the well, look, I, I mean, I don't know. I I just have what she said, and that's yep. what that's what she's claiming. Yep. Um, Devin Devin disputed those claims, and then apparently somebody was saying that other cast members were actually starting with Lolo on that, but I'm not positive about that. Um. So I mean, look, this isn't the first time we've heard about production conspiracies. It's not usually that we hear them from a cast member, but I think this is a, a rare circumstance. Um. So there's, I I thought that that was very that was. Strange, but that, that's turned into a, a public just a public dispute, which I think will evolve as, as things move on. Yeah, I tend to believe Devin. Listening to his explanation made perfect sense to me. They were like, production said, "You want to aim for this target zone because if you don't drop during this target zone, then you know it's going to be a longer swim for you." So they did not say you would be DQ'd if you didn't drop in the target zone. They just said it would be a longer swim. And CT and Big T went last. They actually did show the uh, order of the participants doing the challenge in order. And CT told Big T to, until the helicopter starts turning away from the platform, don't drop. So he that's why if you rewatch it, CT is like, wait, wait, wait. And then the moment they start to veer away at that point, um, that's when they drop. And they had a much shorter swim because they waited. So I don't feel like they did anything wrong because production never said you would be DQ'd. They just said it would be a longer swim. 
yeah, it's a longer else, swim if, if they waited longer, though. So when, I, if they waited longer, know, wouldn't too. they they be closer? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's the idea because it looked like a lot of the people were dropping the moment they got to the target zone. And CT was like, nope, wait, 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 and then drop. So the angle with which they dropped apparently made them closer. Devin said most of the people, it took them like a minute to get to the platform. It took CT and Big T like 20 seconds. I okay. mean, to me, that's not the more interesting part of this, the drop zone stuff. Like I could kind of care less about that. Um, the stuff that they're being forced out, though, I mean, that's not without precedent on the show. If you remember Brandon on Rivals 3, he was the one who was missed his girlfriend, which is why he supposedly quit. But he also claims he was forced out prior production. And there's also been rumors of, like, I think on the island, there's been rumors about people being forced to leave instead of leaving voluntarily. So and this is something that's happened repeatedly throughout the history of the show, at least cast members claiming that they were forced out by production. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, that, that sounds like something within the realm of, realm of possibilities that they would do. So do we think then it's just like a HIPAA violation, and then, which is why that is portrayed in the way that it is? Yes, yeah. I 100% yeah, she, agree with that. If she didn't want, want to like openly admit that that was the reason why, which I well, mean... Well, she just did now. I, I think you, for the purposes of the show, there could be legal reasons for why they have to do it in the way they do. Yep. Well, not necessarily. Like I think if she was fine and openly wanted like people to know that that's why she was leaving, I think that they would be fine with that. It sounds like there was some pushback on her part about why it was actually happening, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she she directly claims that production forced her out. Like, I, yeah, that's I what I mean. Think. Yeah, she she was she she's not in agreement with them that there was some type of mental health issue, and I think that's why they went. No, down no, there. no. I, I don't even think is she just was she disputing that. I don't think she was disputing that she was depressed. I think what she was disputing is that she chose to leave, and instead, because production had they said you have to go home. And I will speak up on this a little bit. So I have no shame in admitting that I suffer from chronic depression. I take medication for it. And with medication, it keeps the, uh, the edge off. And, you know, for people that don't suffer from chronic depression, um, here's just an insight on it. You, one of my favorite things, if you look behind me, there's Disney world attraction posters. My wife and I love going to Disney world. Um, when I am in the midst of a depression, like wave and it, and sometimes it just happens like there's no controlling it. Like you could be you could literally when I'm in a depression mode, drop me into the middle of Disney World with a beer, my friends and my family, and I would still be miserable and not be able to be happy because there's just something chemically that just does not work in my brain sometimes. And so the medication I take doesn't eliminate that, but it lessens the severity and it also lessens the frequency of these depression attacks. And watching Lolo in that episode before she left, her eyes looked dead. And it was obvious to me, at least as someone who suffers from it, that she was at a really, really low point. And for her own mental health, if production felt they needed to remove her, they I absolutely think they did the right thing because you're only going to hurt yourself or get in a bigger depression spiral being in that environment. So that's just my take on it. Yeah, I don't know if there's, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know if there's a really big incentive for a production to want to remove Lolo voluntarily, especially after they've had so many, uh, such bad luck with the women's side of the cast this year. 
as oh, far as yeah. people leaving. Um, I don't I mean, think... Had like, four as far people as, like, leave from the woman's side now? Yeah, as far as like a tinfoil hat theory about they wanted Loda, Loda leave to make an easier path for X to win, I I don't necessarily see it. I don't Because it. We, we talked about last week, she, she was in an incredible spot uh, as far as her, her path to a potential victory, right? At this point in time, everyone that did not have a skull for the women's side was very beatable as far as her ability to get a skull. And then at that point, it would come down to her, Casey and Cam in the final. So I don't know. Um, But I I definitely think that's an interesting point. Um, All right. So before we... So before the episode last night, Rob sent us a message and what did you say? You were like, what are the chances that we get some really off the walls twist for the security? There's something that we're going to look back on like this was absolutely ridiculous, which I, I, I think. In, I in hindsight, do you think? Answer. No, because like, I think in hindsight, that was actually very predictable as far as yeah. them just wanting to evening out the numbers. Because Definitely. after after they got rid of two of the men, that brought the numbers between men and women completely back to even. And I think if they knew that Nam was going to be removed later on, they just wouldn't have even done the elimination to begin with. Um, because apparently they felt a big need to really get those numbers back in line. Yeah. I, I do feel kind of bad for Josh in that he was able to swing the numbers in his way and it just like didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the part that's, pretty BS because like, do you think it, it makes you wonder what the votes would look like if people knew that there were two people going in? So I think that's the one mistake, right? Like, I think I would have preferred that they just tell everyone, Hey, you're voting for two people to go in tonight. Um, so well, do they have to vote for two people or just the second person with the second most votes is going to go? I don't know. What, what do we think would be better? I almost think, I think you say the top two vote getters go in because then the the politics have to play out where people have to figure out how to split that votes. Gets so, that gets so complicated. I know, then, which is why I yeah. think that's way more interesting to say the top two teams that get votes are both going in. I kind of think if you get you get two votes, that makes it more interesting, right? Because then you get I honestly a- don't think they knew that when they were voting. Like th- that production knew that while they were voting, they were going to do double because Lolo voted. They didn't even know she had left. That's it. true. Yeah, that's true. Because that was actually true, because they were asking, like, in hindsight, they said they should have thrown Nam in instead of um, Devin. Like, in hindsight, they said that, said that would have been the smarter No, play. I don't think they said that. Cam, So Cam and Wes got into a dispute about it on Twitter. Because Wes backed up my position that why wouldn't they put in Nam? Because then, like, what they do? But it does seem, based because Cam responded to him and was like, look, CT wouldn't just, just wouldn't have thrown himself in if Nam was in. Leo yeah, so- probably would have gone in. We can so, read the list. Keep talking, and then I'll pull up the listener email because they said the okay. same thing. Um, because so they, it seems like based on Cam's position that everybody was under the assumption that you had to beat somebody with a skull to get a skull. That if you didn't go which, up against somebody with a skull, we don't. Which we know still that. don't know. Yeah, we don't know at this point. So is that them just making an assumption? You think, or is production explicitly told them that? I think we they're making that's an assumption. Good, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, we really don't know. Because every, uh, everybody, like Wes, Cam, the cat, every, everybody in the cast seems to be under that assumption. That just seems to be what people think. I guess nobody's seen the island before, outside of us, unfortunately. <laughs> so, no, no, no one on that cast was on the island, that's for sure. <laughs> so, 
someone left, left us a Alpro review, um, which we greatly appreciate. By the way, this is from the Dodd, uh, and it's where do I send com dot dot dot, asking where does he send a comment. You can send those to the challenge chronicles at gmail.com. He writes, why not vote in Nam in episode 11 dot dot dot, because then CT could have put in Leroy or Fessy against Nam, and they don't want that want to go back in. So if you don't give CT someone with a skull and his payback is making one of them battle to keep their skull, it's just an idea. So yeah, we really, they really should just tell us explicitly what's going on with how you can get a skull. If they you currently do don't that, have a though. skull, I think it would make, make this a lot easier to watch though. I what, like, what do they gain by keeping it from us? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they really gain anything oh, no, by not telling us. They love us. those big reveals where they reveal whatever nonsense twist they have and the cast goes all crazy. Like, they loved it. Like, last season when they revealed the skulls are even in play, and then the week after that, they revealed a D, like, at the elimination when she's in jeans. Like, oh, yeah, you can put yourself in. Like, all right, great, great. You're just giving it to her now when she's not, doesn't even have her jersey with her. Yeah. Do you think that they. Do you think that the intention? Uh, this is probably giving them way too much credit. So even before I say this, I think it's probably a no. But do you think the reason that they don't tell them that you still can get a skull, or they just don't even tell them that that's an option that you can get a skull by not going in against someone that doesn't have a skull, is because they want to create one more matchups and better suspense, right? Because then at that point, you would go for someone that has a skull. Um, and that would inherently that there would be matchups. I think there's people well, no, no, the people are getting there, there would there would be there would be more drama though, right? If a skull is mm-hmm. at stake, and that's kind of what they want to create as a television show. You know what I mean, kind of. Yeah. Well, but if the skull is already at stake, then then we would know that no matter because like now if we watch the nomination between people two people without skulls, there's like no stake in it. There versus now versus if we know that beforehand, then there's a stake in it, and there's also the the question of oh, who are they going to steal from? Then Does everybody who has a skull is concerned. Does like, it create I, a better matchup? Um, Let's see. I don't. Why does it create better matchups? I think all the. I think basically everybody left is like because like of the, the six, people. None, none of the week six people left are cream puffs. Like any any matchup we're going to get from here on out is going to be a powerhouse on the guy side at least. Yeah. Well, not for the women's side. No, I already with the women's side. I think outside of Cam and Casey, though, everybody else is kind of on an even playing field. So at this point, there are yeah. So I don't know why they do it. Like, I really have no idea. They just um, love these reaction shots. They, they love these reaction shots, and I also like think I also think they like to be able to make whatever decision at the last possible second. I think they like keeping all of their options open, whereas if they yeah, reveal the rules beforehand, then they have something they have to stick to. Yeah, I, I think really, that's part of would, it. There would be more suspense, just thinking, thinking this out loud, there would be more suspense if two people, or it would be like a better TV moment, if there were two people that did not have a skull that went up against each other, and then the winner was able to steal a skull. That would be Definitely. way more. That would be a way better TV moment than uh, someone having to go in against someone that already has a skull. I, mean, I think as an way. overall, he from an overall like game perspective, I think the people with the skulls are getting screwed by this. Just in that they have to go back in. Like again. if they if they have to get pulled in, yeah, then they're then why would they put themselves in already? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. You're really incentivized Honestly, to just like... I, I think the skulls were kind of an overcorrection for War of the Worlds too. When the issue was just the team format. It wasn't that like they they were fixing a problem that wasn't even there. Yep, completely. Yeah, Devin is uh, starting to shine and shimmer again. Yeah, so Devin, we're, gonna... we're kinda losing you. Like your video's all off, like it's super blurry. We're we're pulling the stand up like, desk up. It looks like, it looks like I'm getting... watching like the extreme challenge all of a sudden with your video quality.
We're trying to sure. work on the sunlight right now. There we go. I think we've got a UFO who's like that's good to at the moment. Well played. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, um, the other thing to think about though that was interesting from you know doing the suspenseful reveal. They love that uh, confessional that Sarah Rice would do every season. This changes everything. Like that's the kind of reaction they're looking for. You know who they lean on with this stuff? Like, like I I just I don't know. You know who they lean on that for now? And in my notes from this last episode, I wrote down he's gotten to be really good at Kyle, dude. I feel like they lean on Kyle for this a lot. They really do. I think it's been a lot of coin, a lot of Anissa for just like the narrator stuff. Dude, we look at this. And he's been like the narrator for like every scene on the confessional side. Uh, I don't know. Like, if we look at confessional accounts, I bet you Kyle's higher than both of them. No, but I'm saying Anissa never has confessionals talking about Anissa. Anissa's confessionals are always just talking about the scene. That's true. Yes, because she's not doing anything otherwise now. I mean, literally, she is like invisible in this situation in this yeah, in this part kind of facilitating he's just a narrator uh confessional all right do we want to uh, actually talk about this episode now kyle has yeah here we, real quick so kyle and Corey led last night with the most confessionals they each had 14. oh see i didn't have that i had ct and Darrell with the most uh oh i accidentally have... searched i accidentally searched uh yeah, i had ct and Darrell result for time. total madness this is okay double agents here we go <laughs> so for double agents not total madness the answer is yeah Darrell was in a lot of so CT had 13 Darrell had 11 Big T 10 That's and then so Ka- 13 and 11 they must be counting the on like the on the site uh, scenes as confessional and then Corey to me, Kyle that does count each as had a confessional. Nine. Corey Kyle and Leroy had 9 it depends on how they shoot it like the, CT had 1 where when he was setting up the one thing for Big T that the camera it was kind of set up like a confessional, but it was also just at the house and it was not the format I would usually give a confession, but he was talking yeah. to the camera. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. I feel like whenever you're talking to the camera, you can make the, the argument that it's a confessional. Yeah. Cause I feel like he was narrating what he was trying to do. Like he was very much, it, I don't know if it's a confessional per se, but I would definitely say his post elimination win where he skipped into the frame and was all jolly. That, was, that a was a confessional. I kind of, yeah. Guess who, so guess who has for the season? Who's like the guess yeah, who the top I, four I know this are. already, so I feel like it's not fair for me to weigh in. Still, okay. Guessing, so if I'm having a guess, I after, don't know. So let me get after Trace CT, guesses, right? guess Rob. Yep, CT. I I have I've had Devin with the most for a while. So it's CT and Devin are tied number one with eighty-seven. Okay. CT Devin yeah, that makes Cam, sense. Uh, CT outpaced Devin this episode. Big T and Kyle. Okay, yep. I'm gonna have a change in my power rankings this week too. There's a huge change in my power rankings. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I Big T number one, pretty con- Of course, she's the she's the heavyweight. What are you talking about? Uh, let's yeah, just talk about that now. Let's yeah. let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about the eliminations first, and then we can talk. Well, what about- do we think about Devin calling out Darrell? I thought he should have called out Fessy. No, he made the right decision. I Why? 100% believe he made the right decision because first of all. You want Fessy to show up in that final with Anissa as his partner because they can't win. They literally cannot but win he, if Anissa is his partner. Fessy, one of two things happens. Either he goes home or Fessy goes home. Like He's not worrying about that at that point. Well, no. What? If Fessy wins, he picks a new partner. But then Devin's gone anyways. Right. But I hear that. 
I think, though, that from a strategic standpoint, here's the problem. If Devin is, I think Devin knew he was probably going home once he was going to have to go in. Like, I think he had already mentally prepared himself for that. that. Why can't he be fessy in that? He might have, actually. The fact that Darrell won a puzzle is a first, by the way. That has never happened in the history of the show. He is, yeah. He's never won a puzzle, so kudos to Darrell for making that happen. But um, no, he made the right decision because if if I'm thinking strategically, and let's say Devin thinks he can really beat Darrell, which knowing Darrell's puzzle history, it wasn't a horrible choice. It really was not a horrible choice, and it took Darrell a long time to do the puzzle. It just happened to take Devin just as long. So he got screwed over. He got screwed over by not being able to go in against Corey and by Corey being the rogue agent. That would have mm-hmm. been if he could have chosen anyone. That's who he chooses, right? Yeah, I really that's think exactly you're it. over. I think Corey's like not as bad. Like I don't think he's that much worse than the rest of these stop. people. On puzzles. Stop. That was a long time ago. Dude, invasion was Dude, a long stop. time ago. Dude, I actually <laughs> agree with Rob. Like Corey is not that horrible. Like if you look at he the male Hunter cast, and Nelson and Hunter beat Kyle on a puzzle. So like I mean, transitive property. Kyle's worse. I would feel much more. I will just never be able to get that image of him and Nicole out of my mind. Is that one of like the all time challenge? Like, like that's up there with that's up there with Dutch. You know what I mean? They (laughs) speak Dutch in Australia. Or Muhammad Gandhi in Australia. Muhammad Gandhi is like the worst one. Saying Muhammad Ali was Gandhi. Like, I mean, how how much worse can they get? Uh, uh, It's pretty bad. But uh, yeah, no, I think I don't think Corey's that bad. I mean, when you look at it, though, if you had to pick Devin between going up against Darrell or Corey, you're you're picking Corey, right? Yeah. In a puzzle or in anything? Anything. anything. Yeah, I could pick Corey, but I think I, he should have picked Fessy. If you here, here's my thing for Fessy's much larger than Devin, which in that type of elimination, you can see where that could be a problem. His track record with puzzles is mixed to say the best, and then also look if he beats Fessy. Then that frees up another skull, so then there's another skull like on the loose for the men. And then he doesn't have to go in next week. If he beats Darrell, there's a decent chance Corey next week is going to ask for Devin, and Devin has to go back in again. Why would he have well, to? Well, Devin and Corey were working together. I don't see that happening. No, Corey was rooting for Darrell. Oh, he was? Never mind. Why would, why would like, look, if Devin beats Fessy, now there's only four skulls available for the men because Fessy's skull is gone, and then I don't know how, what they do with that. But which why means that he... next week, okay, then next week Corey goes in against Darrell. And then the winner of them has the last goal. That's the last goal for the men. If Devin why, beats, if Devin beats Darrell, there's a decent chance he goes in next week again. Any, anyways, why wouldn't Devin have to go in next week? Because then there's then if Devin beats Fessy, then that means there's four men left with skulls. The fifth skull, we don't know what happens to that skull, like Fessy's old skull. He At that point, wanna, he would still want to go in against Devin, though. Not necessarily. If there's a skull free, Darrell and Corey both want to go, and they both get to go in next week. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like if it's their choice, I think they would much rather go against Devin than they would but, like, against each other. But at that point, other. what usually happens with that, if you have two people incentivized that both want to go in, nobody else wants to go in. Usually, they descend, usually they end up going in against each other. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah, but, that would, but this week, we were kind of in a similar situation, and CT wanted to go against Josh, and that was conceivable. No, that that's, that not, that's not what I'm talking about. Josh didn't want to go in though. Next week, Darrell would want would want to go in, and Corey would want to go in. If that happens, almost always those two people get to go in. You don't think that there were two other people that wanted to go in this week? Uh, not even thinking about it. Let no. me look at this. No, 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 Devin. I think you're misunderstanding. So this week, if Devin picks Fessy, Devin beats Fessy. Fessy's skull There's is now skull back available. in play. I, I get what and you're saying. And then next time you put the two people without skulls in to battle, they for. both want to go in. 
and it protects all they, the people with skulls. I don't know if they would want to do that, though. I honestly don't know. Why? Corey's Why been, they Corey's would, been they super, would definitely want to go in. I don't know. Because how many chances do you think they have left? I think they would both want to go in, but I, I think they would both want to go in, but I think that Darrell would probably rather go in against uh, Devin than Yeah, Corey. but Darrell doesn't have enough leverage to say that. He's going to just go in and he's going to go the in. The Skulls are going to protect their own. They're yeah. not going to know. put... That's just not happening. And besides, at that point, if you know that there will be five men left and five skulls, then this would have been, this next one will be the last men's elimination. There's they they said five skulls, and there There's will not be five, five running the final. Though I could see them running the final with four. I mean, they could even purge it down to three. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? But like, yeah, if, at that point, I think it makes much more sense for Devin. If Devin takes out Fessy, that gives him a much more likely scenario, at least, where he is not going in again. Whereas if he beats Darrell now, he's still the weakest of those guys left. I mean, the other four are CT, Leroy, Fessy, and um, uh, who, who am I missing? Regardless of what he does, he's still the weakest and guy. Kyle. He's he's going to be – he would be the weakest guy like, he's still from the now until the end guy, of the season. But he, at that point, at least, there's a, another skull loose. And then he's not like so blaring a target, whereas you have to pick a skull. Now you don't have to pick a skull. Now you just have to go in. I think if we had any idea of what they do in situations at this point in time when two people without a skull compete against each other, um, when all the skulls are taken, I think that would that would change kind of how I feel about this a little bit. Yeah. I think the only thing that I will put my, my stake on with this is I can understand why he should have picked Fessy. But then there's this other part of me that's like, you know, Fessy's a real threat to win the final. But if if they stay partners, if this stays a partner final and he has to run it with Anissa, he is not going to He's win. He's done. Yeah, I, he, you, you just he can't loses. worry about that when at that point with your Devin. Because I don't, if you I beat him, he, he's not there. If you beat him, he's not even there. So then you don't have to worry about if, it. So if I'm, if I'm Fessy at this point, and he may be waiting to do this, but if they think it's likely that they will compete the final with the partners that they currently have or the partners that they go into the final with, I want to go back in there because I want to win and try and get a different partner. Because if Anissa is my partner, there is zero chance that I win the final. Not zero chance, but like a 5% chance. It's small. It's like nothing. Especially it's definitely much less than if he was paired with Casey or Cam. Don't yes, you think he should want to do that? Because if let's assume... Yeah, absolutely uh, he would. I think it depends on what he sees. Uh, like if it's sure. another situation yeah, totally. where if, if it's like the elimination that Kyle, if it's the elimination that Kyle beat Joseph in, then I think he's a pretty clear favorite against pretty much every. Maybe Tim and Darrell would be an interesting matchup, but he's got a good shot against Corey in that, or he's got a good shot against Kyle in that. I'm just talking about like a general uh, elimination, right? On, on average, I think he beats. Let's look at the. He beats everyone except Darrell, right? On average, my thing is, maybe, I think there's still uh, a decent chance he gets picked by one of these women. It's I possible. mean, that would be huge for him. Yeah, I, and we saw I that I mean, if Nani. Nani even said that, she said if Nani said if she wins, she's picking Fessy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So and I didn't even take in, that into account. Because in. mm-hmm. her that's, and Gabby still have not been in. That's super random for them to put in there, too. You know what I mean? They just, just splice that in that yeah, Nani would like choose. The, and they, and they do that. Like, we got, or like, part of the reason why I think CT and Cam had their stuff earlier in this season is, like, they ended up being paired together afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I think they like to. And then I one thing I thought I remember was interesting is way back in like the very first intro episode, Devin was talking to Lolo, 
And he was like, Darrell's one weakness, puzzles. And then he, he gets beat by him in one uh, this episode. That's pretty funny. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this season, the editors have done a great job giving us little moments that are paying off later in the season. So as much as I like to criticize what they do, I really am impressed with the level of editing and foreshadowing and payoffs to some of these. Because a lot of times we'll watch Survivor or the challenge and there'll be these like random things are like, Oh, that might be leading to something. And then it goes nowhere. Like I remember having that feeling when we were watching winners at war, where they kept talking about Adam's mental state. And I'm like, Oh, does that mean something's going to happen with Adam? Because why are they spending four minutes talking about this? And then they never like nothing comes of it period. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are those moments, but I feel like every little random tidbit we've gotten has had a payoff in some way, shape or form this season. All right. We, we kind of buried one of the leads here. So what what do we think about the way that CT reacted when, after he went, it, it was, won the elimination? It was, it was he, not he, good. It was a lot. After he, yeah, after he won the elimination and chose to take Cam as a partner and leave Big T. So I thought, so do you think this was an attempt by him to distract everyone from the fact that he was stabbing Big T in the back? Do you think that's what this was? This this was forced enthusiasm. I think a little bit, but I also think he was just over emotional. Like like he yeah. danced into the confessional scene. Like I yeah. I think he was just over emotional. I think so too. I think he felt like he he was told by Leroy, we're just not ever gonna let you try to get a skull. We're gonna try to freeze you out of the eliminations. And so I think he had it in his head that with Big T as his partner, he was never going to get a shot to get a skull. And the fact that he was, and then they tried to give him the matchup he didn't want against his friend Devin, who he was working with, and he still got the guy he wanted in Josh, I'm sure that his emotions were just like, man, this all worked out perfectly. I got my skull. I got it beating the guy I knew I could beat. And I was just, and I'm getting rid of Big T, and I'm going to pick Cam. So I think I think he just was over-the-top emotional, and it kind of dawned on him later that, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> See, I thought that was really bad. I honestly thought his apology was worse. I thought that yeah, was all right, let's, let's it just really talk about was that now. bad. It was okay, terrible. So it was he like he it starts was inconsistent, off. and he also basically put her as a burden for put her like in between him wanting money for his kid. Like yeah, that, that was so much worse. So he starts off good in the apology, right? He starts off good, and, and he then he okay. he says, "Well, he starts saying he's sorry." Um, what did, did he go? It was he, the I, first thing he does is just say let him have it, which I don't like as an apology. I don't think that's a good way to approach the subject. Yeah, he he says that he's sorry, and then it really goes off the rails once he starts talking about how she's not ready for the final. It's like, all right, stop. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't like, do what, that, dude. Like yeah. that was so bad. You that yeah. was all you have to say is he's like He's then like, he, I'm going to tell my kids that I was would wasn't going to be able to win money because I'd be like, what are you doing, dude? You're you're that's like people will talk about gaslighting and not actually know what it means. That's like that is gaslighting. gaslighting. That is real. Like, that's not the the way it is bastardized. That, that is that actual horrible. gaslighting. <laughs> he like all he has to say is, well, they also get into an argument over the difference between lying to someone and breaking a promise, and CT yeah, thinks like, that there's a difference between the two. And so I actually agree with him on that though. Okay. In this I case, mean, it, I don't, I well, that's just such semantics. Who cares? It's semantics. Cares? It like it's, a, it's a definitional difference. It just shouldn't have any impact on the situation. Who yeah. Cares? At the end of the seen. day, I think CT miss, messed up huge here from a standpoint of C of uh, big T just said, look, 
if you had just said, hey, Big T, it's been great. Appreciate you helping me get my skull. I'm going to help you get yours, but I'm going to get Cam because she gives me the better chance to win the final. If he does that, she's upset, but it's not like a big deal. He, he didn't rub went, salt in the wound. Oh, he really rubbed salt in the wound and made her look stupid. Like, really made her look stupid. And so it just... Think, ugh. So do you think his argument was... And I, I guess this would be the difference between lying and breaking a promise. So do you think his argument is that in the moment when he promised Big T that he wouldn't leave her as a partner, he actually meant that? And later on... Um, no, I... I don't do think, think that's, and that's do you think the that's difference. The argument that he's trying to make. Well, so, no, so, well, 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 starting from the after show. Well, 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 real quick, from the after show, Nam said that Lee, CJ came up to him and he asked him if it was okay if he took Lilo as a partner. So clearly, it was always in CT's head he was mm-hmm. going to switch. Yeah. So because he asked I think him to so. take Lolo, he talked to. So they also mentioned he had gone to somebody else next week to take their partner. Like that. That was clearly always he was. That was always yeah. what was going to be his game. How do you think he's trying to justify this then? Do we have any idea? <laughs> just all over the place i think he's got no mental consistency yeah well i think the other piece of this and this is something big t should have been prepared for happening i mean the way ct went about it was wrong and it made it worse but it's the challenge okay people are only concerned about winning yeah but she was prepared for it she clearly stayed no i think she was i think she was perfectly in the right and i think he was apt and absolute dick with how he did it in the yeah. crater and then even worse when they were when his in his fake apology with the blankets and yeah. fireplace and that's where he messed up because it, at the end of the day he was never going to keep her as a partner ever like it was just he was getting rid of her the moment he could and if he had just done it a better way she'd have been upset like i said how but are, like look and a partner a lot of times you saw when we ran the mission you need to have a partner who's similar size to you cam is a much more similar size to me than you are you should be with a, a partner who's similar size to you that gives us both a better chance to win. there's so many ways you can couch mm-hmm. it besides the way he did yeah having he... lived near boston though that is the mindset and the culture with the way that, I, i'm not gonna cast an entire region Dude. by somebody being a dick well he I... was but here's the thing okay and the, yes you're right I'm not trying to cast an aspersion on a whole region, but when you live in that region, everybody talks and acts like a dick for the most part that are from that area. Having I, I lived have non-dickish there, friends that are from But there. here's the thing, like it, it's not that they're being a dick, that's just how they talk. And it's just like, like brutal honesty. how he was talking, dude. That's him. He had no he had no mental consistency with his messaging. If you ever making weird semantics differences with his apologies that don't actually mean anything. If you I don't ever disagree thought, with that. If you ever thought CT wasn't going to do this, go back and watch the first Inferno and see how he treated Leah when they yeah. wanted to get Leah off the team. Yep. And the, the heel turn here, like, is this like because he's really rehabilitated the image to the years? This is this is really bad though. Well, CT said that he, in his confessional, he's like, man, do I want to play this straight or do I want to be the scumbag? I kind of want to be the scumbag. And so he just made an active choice to be the old CT for a few minutes is what happened. That's really what happened. I don't know, dude. I, I thought it was horrible. All It was bad. I don't disagree. The way he treated her was awful and the way he went about it was awful. But at the same time, I wasn't like terribly surprised either because ct has gotten some really generous edits over the last few seasons it certainly appears though and the cast members have said like ct's really not changed all that much he's a lot softer around the edges but he's still kind of a dick and 
I think we finally got an edit so, that showed it. <laughs> let's talk about the argument that him and Kyle get after the elimination and after CT when he takes him as a partner. Your hammer, whatever it was. Yeah, I was it. so distracted by that. I'm glad that. You caught that too. So when Kyle and CT are in an argument over CT picking Cam as a partner, CT throughout this entire argument is like just eating an entire container of deli meat, just like straight out of the carton. Did he just grab it from the fridge? I felt bad for the rest of the house. Like, how often is this? Is now the the second argument in two seasons where deli meats played a significant factor? (laughs) Was it the good salami last season? Well, when Jordan was using the salami in his argument yeah. with West, that just was and like, Tori oh, was like, Jordan, not the good salami, which implies yeah, there Tori was the bad salami. Like, we need that one. Grab, grab the bologna or whatever's on the side. That's expensive. <laughs> oh, boy. What an argument, though. Like, I understand where both of them come from, they, though. They but... both backstabbed each other so many yeah. times. Like, I was not surprised to see that come to a head. And, and what Kyle voted for CT seen... back in episode one. That's true. But when have we shown Kyle to not backstab people in the show? Like he has been just as backstabbing as CT was. He's been pretty loyal to Johnny and Wes, at least. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Johnny, there was the scene on War of the Worlds 1 where he tells Wes to put Johnny in. I don't know how serious he was with that. Yeah, who knows? I I think it once he, I think if he he really, he really sticks to the people he like really sticks to. Mm -hmm. But then. I also think he's kind of like Wes or Devin, where he really plays up the backstabber car because he knows it makes for good TV, whereas his actions, you know, how often they stick to that is up for debate. That's fair. The thing that um, I understand for Kyle, though, imagine how devastated if you're Kyle in this situation, because he even said it in his confessional, the worst case scenario for him has now happened. CT now has a skull, which is bad for all the guys on the cast. He loses arguably the best female on the cast right now. And he's back with Nani, who he already left to go be with Cam. Did and Nani somebody else? is devastated because of Josh leaving. <laughs> I, I, the thing with Nani, that keeps him in that group where he's still with Leroy and Cam because Nani's in that group. Should he just pick somebody else, though? No, because Gabby, I mean, are you going to pick Big T? No, probably not. I think Big T does give you some advantages and that there's such a huge size disparity where there is a lot of events that, like the one that her and CT won earlier in the season where you have to hold the person up, that does give him at least, like, I think a higher chance to win it. Like, like that puts him in a specialized position where I think he could have a decent chance to win it. I just... Game. Wait, say, wait, I, say I, that again? What, well, hold on, hold on. What are you trying to say there? For the one where you like hold you, them on the ledge? Yeah, like, the, when he, the thing is, sometimes with these missions, people, like, you just want to be in an extreme position. You either want to be the closest pair in size or you want to be the most the farthest away in terms of your ability to win a mission going forward because she's going to win a mission at some point and she's probably going to leave him anyways Who? big t kyle you think no no big, big t, t i'm saying she has to win an elimination and she has to go into elimination at some point so she's going to leave him at some point anyway leave who kyle kyle if, he oh, if she can kyle. win an elimination if not, she wins not... though she's probably not going back to him I don't think if I honestly at this point, I think if any female that Kyle is paired up with is in an elimination and wins, they're going to pick somebody else. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think I it think really he has matters. A chance to win a mission with Big T than with Nani. Win a win a mission with Big well, T. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But what mission is he winning with Nani? What do you, Nani's just a better competitor overall than Big T. It doesn't matter. What mission is he winning? 
What, what you could you ask the same thing with Big T. Wait, hold on. How does it? How does it not matter that Donnie's a better competitor? If you're trying to win a mission, it's not about who has. It's about who has the best team for that mission, and who has the best team overall. If he has, there's certain stuff with Big T where he's going to have the largest size disparity in partners, and then they have a decent chance to win. Yeah, but how many? So how many of those missions this season have even come up? One, oh, two, maybe low. two. I'd have to, I'd so have to like, I, I, I think I, I, I get your argument, but I think that that has a much well, wishing smaller. Wishing and Donnie winning. That has a much smaller effect than I don't think they're going to win a lot of missions to begin with, but I think he has a better chance with Nani than Big T. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think with really? Big T, it really? puts him in a position. Wait. No, dude, I I completely disagree. Because the thing no is, way. if you're with if he's with Big T, there are certain missions where he has actually like he's one of the two or three favorites to win it because of just how important size disparity is and how important being able to lift up your partner is. Whereas if, yeah, he's like, with Cam, if he's with Nani, he's never being favored over CT or Cam. He's never being favored over Leroy and Casey. He's ever like being favored over at that. He's almost always one of the weakest teams. So I, I get what you're saying, but I think that those missions are, we've had one or two of those this season. So I think that's the first point. And then the second point is how much bigger is Nani than Big T? I think that's pretty marginal. I think Nani's a decent bit bigger than Big no. No, 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 no. I'll look it up while you guys talk. Oh, all right. Looking at these heights and weights, up, it never. I just think, it. Rob, like you're, you're, if it was earlier in the season, I could buy your argument, but they're so close to the final at this point. You have to put yourself in the best position to win the final at this point. And let's be real. Here's what's going to happen Nani's going to get her skull if she wins her elimination. She's going to pick Fessy, and Kyle's going to get stuck with Anissa. So, like, he is looking at, like, okay, in dire circumstances. Like, his partner is going to leave him anyways for the final. Any partner he would have picked wouldn't have a skull and would likely leave him before the final anyways. I'm saying he needs to put himself in the best position to win a mission going forward so he has some power. That's fair. I think the only person that maybe might stick to him would be Gabby. Because who, I mean, aside yeah, from... Maybe. I mean, I mean, Gabby might still try to pick CT or somebody, but at least he's going to get Cam or he's going to get uh, if if she picks um, Darrell, she gets Amber. But we know Nani's going to pick Fessy, which means you're going to get Anissa. Uh, are you sure she's going like, to? She doesn't pick just like Leroy or something. She's going to stick to her words with Josh. So it's I thing. think she looks at Fessy as the best athlete that's there, and she's going to pick the best athlete. So she's going to go with the person. Nani's not she... that small, dude. Like Nani's a decent bit bigger than Big T. How uh, tall would you guess that Nani is? Five, five six, five, seven. Yeah, five six. This is five eight. I don't think that's right. Do you? She's not I would have said five dude. seven. She's not. She's not that small. All right. So even regardless of that, you're still couching this for. Like what to this point in the season? What else are you trying time. to do? What, what else are you trying to catch it for? You're not running the final with this person. They're going to go back into elimination. Yeah, but you want to stay out. You want to stay out of elimination as much as you can. So That's are why you, you want to win a mission? Yeah, and he, I think he has a better chance of winning a mission than he does with like Big T. He with Big T has zero chance. He has zero chance, dude. Well, no, well, he, he has, doesn't. He has, if he gets, he if he gets another size disparity mission, which they do have relatively frequently, he has a very good chance to win with Big T. Whereas if he's with if he's with Nani, there's no mission he should have. Any, he should be in the top three teams for. So so what percentage of the time do you think they do a mission like that? Well, let me look it up. I, I think it happens more often than you think. Like ten percent. I, I, I would say less than ten percent. I'd say five percent, and they've already had one. And you're getting towards the end of the season where the missions tend to be more final based. Yeah, like the one that we're seeing at the end of this episode is the the overnight mission that they have sometimes done in recent seasons. 
And so you're really, you're really looking at stamina and mental prowess to get through what's a, what they're going to do for the beginning of the next episode. So the probability that he wins with Big T is, let's say they do that the type of mission like that 10% of the time, right? It would be 10% times the probability that he would actually win the mission with Big T, which let, let's give him an 80% chance, right? So that means it would be an 8% chance. And 80% is really high. That means there is an 8% chance that he would win a potential mission uh, with Big T going forward. I think if he picks Nani as a partner, he has a better chance than that. Do you get what I'm saying? I do not agree. I don't know. I, like, I understand it's, where you're coming from. I still think... But I also think he's not drawn completely dead with Big T in these other missions. There's other missions he could win, where there's just like the drone type missions, like they're just other, or even the one they're going to do this week. Like, we don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. I just think they're so close to the final. You want to try to set yourself up with a partner you think is going to help you win a final, and Big T is not going to help you win a final. None of these people have skulls. They're going to have to go back in anyways, and they're probably going to leave him. Well, he also has the ability to play politics. Like, let's say he's able to make nice with Nani and he's able to somehow convince her not to trade partners. Like, that's your play. Because she's better than Big T. Well, but I I think if you're in a, like, why would he end up with Big T at that circumstance? Like, I don't think, I think if he trades with Nani, maybe he gets Anissa. But, well, let's see. Would you rather have Amber B or Nani in our final? Amber. Nani at the moment, just because Nani's Amber run B. a final. Amber B, if she had run a final and I'd seen it, I mean, I don't think Amber B's going to be a bad partner, but she's an unknown. Like, she's a very big yeah, unknown. Yeah, but I'd kind of rather have an unknown than Nani. I feel like Nani's known below average. I would say she's objectively average. I, I wouldn't say that she's below average. Like, I think she's about yeah, as below average. Below average, yeah. If she had done a better job pedaling the bike on free agents because of Laurel getting stuck with Zach where he's laying on the side of the mountain, Nani would have won the free agents final. But she mentally broke she on the bicycle. Close? I don't think she was even She yeah, only lost really by close. like eight minutes. And it was really close. She spent an extra 30 minutes on the bike. She would have beat oh, Laurel by almost good. 20 minutes in free agents because of how long Zach laid on the side of that mountain. Johnny brings it up in the reunion for free agents that, that that's pretty much what it came down to. Yeah, it was only eight minutes, man. If she had not yeah. spent that an extra is, can you imagine Laurel's, Laurel's like hiring a bounty, like a hiring an assassin to go to Zach's house after that. that pretty much, yeah. She would have killed him. Like if she had lost that final because of him, he might not have made another season because she would have yeah. killed him and thrown him off the mountain. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, Nani. Physically, if you are able to keep her mentally motivated, she can perform. Like that's the thing; she needs a partner that will keep her head in the game. Ago. Like that was seven years ago. Now, if anything, I would say that I she's would argue since she's, then, though. I would say she's better now than she was then. I and so she that's, was pretty solid on World of Worlds one. Since then, I have not been impressed by her at all. That being said, I think there's an ocean of uh, that separates her and Big T as far as competitors. Yeah. In in hindsight, in really big hindsight, and Kyle probably is not privy to the fact that Nani is definitely going to pick Fessy if she wins. Yeah. Knowing what we know as a viewer, his best play was to pick Gabby of those three that were left. She's still going to go into... Gabby I could have seen too. She's, she's still going to have to go into elimination to get a skull... And even if she picks somebody else, he has a much better likelihood that maybe she doesn't pick Fessy 
and he doesn't get stuck with Anissa because if you're stuck with Anissa on this final, you're not winning. It's just there's there's no way four teams break a leg in the middle of this final. And that's not me bagging on Anissa like is this horrible, but we've just seen physically she is not in the shape to survive based on what we've seen. It'll be interesting to see what they do for the final this time around. Do you think, if it, do you think she would have even been able to complete the final last year? Yeah, she could have done last year's. Last year's I feel like hard. she can finish it. It would just take her a really long time. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's just the guy side now is with Devin and Josh gone. It's really been trimmed down to where everybody there is, is very competent. Um, so I think it's going to come much more down to the woman. I agree. I think at this point, having a better female partner is what's going to win the final. If it indeed stays partners, they could break this up into individuals get there. We'll see. I think they it would behoove them because why all the partner switching? Yeah, then, then and then it's really meaningless matter, at the end of the season. You know, like. And that's been I, such like that's really been, been the hook after. with this season has been the partners and the partner switching. Like I think for just to just throw it to the side uh, wouldn't be advantageous. I, I like mean, the idea like, from a marketing standpoint to be able to say this team won a million dollars. You know, and instead it's also of, like I also think it's much easier to shoot the final. We know much more what's going on when it's in pairs versus in individuals. If it's in individuals, you have ten different people running the final. That's so many camera jumps. Like at least this way, there's only four or five. Mm-hmm. Well, we still don't know how many people they're going to keep. Well, I, regardless, it's going to be half as many. Yeah. Um. I guess we can talk on. Talk about what we thought about the eliminations in general. So, oh my man, Josh versus CT. CT did that puzzle like he was breathing. Um, <laughs> they um they said afterwards on the after show too that Terrell and CT both said they had just been doing those with like their their those puzzles with their, their kids. kids all the time. So yeah, the 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 dads had the advantage on that one. That's the what. <laughs> Pretty much large, one of the biggest ways that you can prepare for the show is just, just doing learn puzzles. tangrams. I mean, they're in every season somehow. Like every Tan- season, you will see tangrams and slide puzzles. You just, you just got, you got to do it. Yep. If you will, if you want to win the show and there's puzzles involved, just learn slide puzzles and tangrams. Tip, helpful tip for all like your future. Hunter and there's people who have been doing the show. You have to think that they're at least doing that a little bit on the side, right? Like well, in between, you tell me in between bench press sets, Hunter's not pulling out the app on his phone. And no, like, I don't think I don't think so. Ask him, tweet at him. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do you think Nelson does? I'll, I'll see who's available. What? <laughs> do you think, think Nelson, Nelson does? does? I mean, he. Did, I actually no, don't no, think he, he might. Say at one point that he was doing yeah. uh, doing puzzles on an app on his phone. He yeah, I do. There was a confessional that he talked about where he said he downloaded puzzle apps and was working on puzzles. So when I actually was last we saw him try to do a puzzle. It's been a while. Like it, I think it's been since well, dirty like thirty. The opening episode of Total Madness when they had that the the opening mission, they had a puzzle involved in that. I don't think we really saw him try to do it though. And then I guess we already talked about Darrell and Devin, or we talked about yeah, Devin I, calling out Darrell, but then the actual elimination. I, mean, I didn't I think mean, there was much to write home about. I thought yeah. it was pretty like. So sorry, everybody. I'm I'm having this is in the middle of prime work time for me for all of you watching or listening. So if you see me keep grabbing my phone, my my email and chat is blowing up with work. So we're we're I'm good, but I just want you guys to know I'm not ignoring you on purpose. <laughs> we uh, I guess we can talk about Nam and him going home. Oh yeah. So for him, he really had a rough turn of events, right? So this was just, this was just bad. Even though he 
doesn't like, didn't want to be partners with Lolo anymore, right? He goes from having one of the better partners in the game to not having a partner to having his back completely destroyed, then having the worst partner that you can have in the game, then being forced to go home because of back injury. Right. Was was he really? Did he really have one of the best partners? Because at no point did I, it really yeah, feel I like Lolo was a good partner. Here, Who, there's there's two other partners in the game that you could make the argument for that she was better than. Or so I, better I than think her. in the game, I'd almost rather have somebody with a little bit more connections than Lolo. At least that way you can get into an elimination. I'm just talking like about physically. 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 I don't. I mean, I'm yes, sure. but no. But like, like, I feel like Lolo I mean, running an individual like, final is better. Physical stat- like, Johnny's won seven seasons. How much of an athlete is he, really? Yeah, but he's also in way more. No, I, sure, but I'm saying he's been very good at the show, and he's, like, not in the top 20 male athletes on the show. Yeah, he is. Top 20? I would say he's top 10. Like, he's in top really good athletes, shape. Just straight up athletes? No way. He's in no, really he's not shape, an athlete. Dude. He's he's just, he's in good shape with good endurance, and he's smart. Like, yeah. that's what it takes to win the challenge. Is yeah, he in good enough shape? Ten. I don't think it, for an, in terms of just a strict athlete, like Spark score, I don't think he's in the top 10. I think that's he has good athletic, He's good athleticism. He's strong. He has good endurance. Um, I mean, but like, he's agile, too. Like, an average dude you see at, you know, Burger King, like, sure. But I think compared to the rest of people on the show, you know, way he's in the top ten athlete. I think it depends on how you're defining athlete. I spark score, like just strict athletic. No, score that's, bull, that's bullshit because they're not doing any like endurance. Well, how do you say Robo's one of the top athletes? Then what are you doing? They're not, doing any, they're not doing any endurance in spark score because okay, she's in the. How do you think Robo's one of the top she's athletes? In the fucking Olympics. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, like that, that type of athlete. That there's type of athlete. There's more than one way to define athlete. I exactly. I'm yeah, saying for know, that metric of being an athlete, he's not in the top ten. If that, if we're defining like whether or not you can be in the Olympics, uh, what's what's the pool that we're talking about here for people? I'm saying for like just just like yeah, just like strict like average Joe like what they no. conceive athleticism is right, in the top ten. So if if we if we define athleticism based off of like what it takes to be an athlete on the challenge, I think Lolo is That's still. It. I know, I know that's different, but I'm saying Lolo is still within that group, and I think Johnny is within that group too. Why is Lolo shown to be within that group? She hasn't I would, done anything. I would, I would take her. So, which one of the women would you take her over beside Casey and Cam, or not take her over beside Casey and Cam? Left. I mean, I'd still kind of rather be partnered with somebody with like an Amber B that just has more. I'm, I'm, not, talking, I'm but, not talking about partners. Let, we, we, let's leave that aside for the moment. Uh, just, so, for sure, an athlete, yeah, she's probably sure. Okay. Just because I didn't want to conflate the two. Um, yeah. How did we even start talking about this? Oh, we were talking about Nom. Well, he, Trace, you, you were saying she's got, he has one of the better competitive uh, uh, partners on the show, and Trace disagreed. I disagree. And and I think that if Lolo was running a final by herself versus running with a partner, it's a different it's a different thing. She has proven to be a I could see her getting really just like frustrated and not being able to complete like the other parts of the final. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you because I mean it, it's possible. I think the bigger thing here is we actually have some track record here. They had that one physical mission carrying the cylinder thing. They did not perform well together. Yeah, like what, it was what not did they good. come when it was like it was like seventh, it was like seventh, seventh or something. Yeah, out of like fourteen or seven out of eleven. Fourteen. It was like eleven. It was. It, it wasn't was very good. The, it was I not think, good. Yeah, I think so they saw like, a ton of people. 
I would not have been afraid of Lolo and Nam as a team in a final. I would have been more scared of like Lolo and CT or Lolo and Darrell. Like that would have been interesting. I don't know how she would have held up mentally running that final because we have shown that she gets really flustered. And when she gets flustered, she can't perform like she just can't. Do you think he would have rather all of that being said, do you think he would have rather, and I'm, I'm asking this from the perspective of me just asking without actually have thought about the answer yet. So do you think he would have rather had Lolo as a partner or big T as a partner? Who mom? Yeah. I think he was just done. I think he would have just said, look, just give me big T. I'll try to make it work. Yeah. I think mentally he just needed to get away from Lolo. I think he was just done. Agree. All right. So Nam goes home. The and I hope we see him back, by the way. I need to have his... like a him and Alon be a team from World of the Worlds 1. Have like the, 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 the injured but not forgotten. Yeah, I really would love to see Nam again. It was very apparent that his English at the beginning of the season was not awesome. By the end yeah, of fine. when he, he's like, it was fine, uh, but his English, his English got better and his understanding of idioms got better throughout the season. Yeah. And so he got funnier at, by the end of the season. Cause I think he felt more comfortable speaking English. So I really would love to see him come back again because I feel like we'd see a different side of him for the whole season. He had a lot of screen time towards the end of the season. So I'm looking at the confessional accounts through last night. He has more confessionals than Amber B, Casey. Um, and that's pretty well, much about it. So much of Lolo and Nam just fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, like, it was the, the stuff the last few episodes has been entertaining and funny from him when he was saying, Love you, Lolo. Wait, no, no, not love you, like you, love, no, like that I, was I really use funny. I a lot less Lolo and Nam. As the as arguing, okay. hey, can we at least agree that it was not nearly as bad as Jenna Zach from last year? Like, can we just agree on that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a very low bar to clear. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> oh my so, gosh, was there anything else from this episode that kind of hangs out from you guys? Uh. I mean, there really wasn't that much that happened. It was like the explosion at the beginning and then kind of just a fallout from that. Like there wasn't yeah. like a constantly evolving action. Yeah. I feel like if we had an hour long episode instead of an hour and a half, we would have never had anything from the hot springs that occurred. The hot springs stuff occurred because there's a maybe 90 like, minute. Episode. Maybe a very, very quick brief thing. But like, yeah, that was about, would have been about it. It was like from the ruins where they were on the pirate ship for like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess we could, we should probably just do power rankings now. I know Trace has to dip in a few minutes. Yeah, that's what we're gonna say. How much time yeah. do we have? We have like, uh, like I got like fifteen. Minutes. I got fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Uh, someone. All right. Evan, are you willing uh, to make a Cam versus Casey bet with me? Yeah, fuck yeah! You're you're finally ready. <laughs> I haven't really. I when was I out on a Cam versus Casey bet? I didn't know I was on the table. I thought we were talking about who would win the, the the final between them, weren't we? Dude, I'm sure that, Trace, this has come up, right? No, it was Lolo and Casey. Lolo has been oh, a part thought, of all of these prop bets. Oh, I feel like we. I thought we had talked about Cam versus Casey. I, dude, I've been well, ready to we do almost that had a, Well, we almost made a bet with him on after episode one where I had. I was going to take Cam versus the field with you, but I didn't like the odds you were giving me. <laughs> all right, That's so I'm going to go. 
Here, I'll go real quick. So women will stay completely unchanged for me. I'll go Casey, Cam, Amber, B. For the men, that's tough. Um, because my the reason that I had Fessy ahead of CT and Darrell was primarily because of the fact that Casey had a small... probably have Leroy budging in there at some point. Yeah. Well, what, um, you, you, what earlier in the season you said you thought he was second best after Darrell running a final. Uh, I said who was second best? Leroy. Uh, and he's got Casey, and he's got a skull, and he's got like no. Well, I'm still not convinced that I'm still not convinced. I still think that there's a probably like a certain chance that they won't compete the finalist pairs. Yeah, yeah I do. Too. And if they do, I think if Casey wins at any point, he's taking Casey back. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And you, that has to be in his calculus, right? I think he's going. Don't you think he's going to make a play to go back in at some point? Well, he's mentioned it a few times that um, the reason why, like, Kyle didn't put him in, for example, was that he didn't want Fessy to get the chance to leave Anissa. There are a lot of people that want to be Fessy's partners, too, it seems like. I I wonder if, so if... I suppose so. I'm going to go... I really want to put Darrell 1. I really want to put Darrell 1, Fessy 2, CT 3. All right, I'm going to do that. I'll just do that. Darrell, Fessy... CT, and then overall, I'll go Casey, Cam, Darrell, Rob. Uh, Cam, Amber B, Casey. Then CT, Darrell, uh, Leroy. Rob and mine's power rankings are exactly the same, and here's why. Well, I haven't given my overall power rank. Okay, give your overall. And yeah, Cam, CT, Darrell. We have the exact same power rankings. Here's why. If this thing stays partners, which I am beginning to buy into the fact that it's going to stay partners, I, I really, I mean, they could still go individual, and I still think that's on the table, but they have put such an emphasis on teams and the partner swapping and rogue agents and. Who knows? Maybe they're going to say everybody's a rogue agent in the final. Who knows? I, I could see it. But if this thing stays partners with the teams configured the way they are right now, I think CT and Cam are the best team. So CT, Darrell, Leroy, and then you're going to get Cam, Amber B, because she's connected to Darrell, and then Casey with Leroy. Um, I think those three teams, barring any crazy twist, are going to stay intact until the final. So... When I look I at think, the power rankings of the teams, that's the way they shake out. So then I would say it's Cam, CT, and Casey. I think there's a decent chance Fessy works his way to take Casey. Because I, I, I really think there's a decent chance we run the final. There's four pairs in the final, and we get to five, and they do a, a, a double elimination or something. I, I, I agree, because I feel like they've lost enough people, and they had a certain number of episodes to deliver yeah, we're to We're supposed MTV. to have 17. Right and 17 and I think 19 with the reunions. And so we're on 12. There's no way this thing's going to stretch out seven episodes of no like way. actual gameplay. We are looking oh, at five. Past them. I, I would not put anything past these guys. We're looking at five more episodes. And so I, I am leaning towards the fact that we're going to get one more male elimination and two more female eliminations. And then we're done. That would make sense. And then two episodes for the final. 
and then there might be a purge and a final. Yeah, like the, the last team or two go, gets launched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who, I feel in, like in, that's in, that, uh, in that episode, in that episode, right before the final. Yeah, that would make sense. Who is your overall choice? Um, Cam, CT, uh, and Casey. Not Casey Durrell. Excuse me. Cam, CT, Durrell. Um, so yeah, I, and and the reason that cam has now vaulted finally to the top of my power rankings is it's very apparent that whomever is cam's partner is going to be good. It's, she's not going to get stuck with the worst male and she is by far the best female. So as long as she doesn't get stuck with, I mean, really any of these guys have the potential to win. There's not a bad Person like who's left. the worst one left at this point? I'd probably honestly say Betsy is probably the one I'd want to run a final with least. I would say it's it's probably between him and Kyle, not because they're both bad. Are, you mean out of the people that have skulls, or yeah, everybody of the guys left of the six guys that are left? Corey, Corey, Corey was better Kyle. than them last year, dude. I did. Corey didn't, was better than. I need, Betsy we last need to go year. back and watch that. Didn't like one of them give up or something? Well, well, the Corey only one who kind of gave up was the on the end. second day. Corey passes Kyle, sees Johnny wins, and then stops trying because there's no point in getting sex. Didn't Fessy smoke people on one of the legs? No, Corey smoked no, Fessy he, on the first day. Corey yes, Corey, on the first day. Fessy sucked on the first leg and then got he eliminated got by Johnny. On the first day, but Corey torched everybody. Yeah. What, wasn't that the thing, though? Because <sighs> Fessy was upset that he made some decision that he should have. Do, do you remember what I'm talking about? He, he did yeah, like. No, you're. you're We've had this debate multiple times. No, no, no. no. He, toward... he was really upset that he just didn't go into elimination anyway because it, if he would have, there was something sh- screwy with the way that they decided who slept outside. Remember, and he was really way, upset. Yeah, you had the, to the win the way, day the or win the elimination. The second day of that final and the elimination for that final was ridiculous. But yeah, what happened no. was Corey beat everybody. Then he puts Johnny in against Rogan. And then Johnny gets to sleep inside after winning the Mosley special of an elimination. And Fessy was like, look, I could have, one, I could have just beaten Johnny in that. And then two, like, you know, then I They made him and Kyle stay outside and they were supposed to stay outside all night until it got so cold. They let them go inside, but they wouldn't let them lay down. They had to still stand inside. That might so, be one of the worst eliminations of all time. It was really bad. It's right up there with pop culture bike jump in terms of ideas. <laughs> all right. So. Let's but anyway, up. yeah, no. So I'm I'm all in on the fact that I think Cam is going to be on the winning team unless Darrell and Amber just smoke show the thing. Yeah, that's the only that's the only way I really don't see her winning at this point. I mean, maybe Leroy, like I don't know, maybe something happens with him and he's able to win. I really think Cam. I think I've had a Cam. Have I moved Cam off the favorite for the female side at all? I think you did at one point. I think you uh, did. I might have once. had Natalie above her at one point, but I, I think you had Natalie won for a little bit. But as once Natalie was gone, Cam's been your number one the whole well, time. I almost made it. I remember after the first episode, I felt really strongly about her, and then I kind of backed off of it a little bit. I probably and I'll be the first to admit that I was very anti Cam can win this season. Like I just didn't think she had what it took because she hasn't so far. But now as this season has played out, I was wrong. Like. I, I think I she think been, is the female favorite. Walker, she's been good. It's not like she's been she's gone to finals and has been bad. Like she's gone to finals and she's been good. And Vendetta, she has the mercenaries thing, which screws her over. And then the World of the Worlds two final, like it was a team final. How much stock can you put in it, really? Yeah, and I think my my thing with Cam is I always felt like Cam 
played into her character more than she focused on winning because she was like, she made that huge move and it wound up not mattering. And everybody was like, Oh, cam making moves. And then it didn't matter. Um, I've just always felt she's overplayed her hand too fast. Like she, she tries to be too aggressive too early and being too aggressive too early always comes back to bite you in the challenge. And this season, I, I think people could stand to be a bit more aggressive politically on the show. I think, right. But that's not the majority of the cast. Being this aggressive? season, no actually, it's, it's I would say they were way bad. more aggressive. This, this uh, I don't know that I agree with that. I feel like this cast has been more aggressive. It's not, than past it's, cast. It definitely wasn't as passive as last season. Last season was ridiculous. Everybody was just. I think mentally, everybody was fried and didn't want to make waves. <laughs> so you did have, you've had her number one for the women overall. For some reason, yeah, I thought you, I thought you did have Natalie. Um, in there I had her and Natalie close at one point, but I didn't think I, I knew I had Darrell number one overall for a little bit, but I never thought I moved Cam off. Uh, overall, no, overall, yeah, you did have Darrell for like a month. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But for the um, woman, I never moved her off number one, right? Correct, yeah. All right, cool. Um, Wait, how much are we betting on Cam versus Casey? Let's do 10 bucks. Just, no, so what, 10. what What are we going to bet? What's the What's the wager here? Uh, just, just, just spot, just placement at this point. I'm more comfortable making that now, just because we're so close. Like, I don't think either of them are getting eliminated. Overall placement, I'll do ten. I want to do more than ten. I know you do. You want to make up the losses you've had so far this year? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been that bad. I have Trevor Lawrence money coming in. I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah, I'm but that mostly like, pissed off about the like low. Because I didn't it? feel like I was proven right on Lolo, but I couldn't get him to make any bets with me that I actually like. What do you yeah, mean? But- I was I was taking her against anyone. Yeah. No, you, I offered her against Cam. You said no. Uh, I think we just couldn't. There was an issue with that. The odds. It, the odds were were were. You want, not want odds? odds. You don't need odds. Uh, you y'all know, were we talking odds. You were wanting like three to one, and he's like, I'm I not doing that. that I'm, I'm just mostly mad at myself for making the Tory bet with Lolo, which I didn't even believe it, but I it was the only one I could get across with him. Well, see, that one was, to me, the scariest bet because I, I knew Lola was not going to make the final based on watching Champs. Like, there was zero chance she was going to make it to the final. The The question was, how long did she hang around? And that's why I never wanted to get involved with it. She because could have had this meltdown, like, week three or something. Come yeah, on, she literally could have melted down week three and been gone, know, or she yeah, could have yeah. gotten to the Give, give near me 20 on Cam versus Casey. No. We did 20 on Tori versus this is, Lolo. This is my whole thing, Rob. Like, I'm not, like, like making, like, a bunch of, like, like I'm not going to make, like, one huge bet and, like, wipe away, like, everything that I've won. Yeah. How, How about this? How you won? Has it been that I've bad? I've won a lot. Like, you, the only He's one won, that like, I, 40 bucks. The only one that I feel confident that you'll probably get is the Trevor Lawrence one, and I got three to one odds on that. So you're going to win $5, and I could have won 15 on that. And then I won... Um, Lolo versus Natalie. Uh, Lolo versus not. Well, like he got hurt, so what, does that count? No, we got to wash that. I mean, we washed the Natalie one too. That's a wash. We washed the yeah. Natalie one, so yeah, it's fine. Would anybody not, take uh, ten bucks within... on uh, Amber over um, Casey? Because I want Amber over Casey. Oh, I would take Amber over Casey. Do you give me odds on that seven? I'll think. Yeah, about give it. me odds on Amber versus Casey. Because uh, I would put ten bucks that Amber places higher than Casey. I just think she's going to stick with Darrell, and I, I trust Darrell. I do too. I trust Darrell Casey way more than I trust Casey Bessie right Casey now. <laughs> we had the the Trump inauguration 
uh, whether or not he would be the president removed as president uh, before inauguration. Um, we had uh, we have the pairs bet, which I feel pretty good about. I still feel okay about that. Um, we had the low. I, I, I really think it's going to be pairs, and the Drew Lock bet. I feel well. So the thing is, like, it's okay with. the the pairs is not necessarily that they compete as pairs. It's that um, well, I guess I, I guess that's semantics, right? So. They can we'll see still, how it plays out. I think Trace, you're going to have to make a judgment on that for us because it could be kind of like no, because like it's that if it, the the way that I wrote we agreed on this is very clear. So it's the pairs that enter. We have Trace write these bets down. I feel like you're writing no, no, these no, bets no. down in a way that favors you. No, no, no. We no, we agreed on this very explicitly. The pairs that enter the final for season 36 of the challenge will not place as pairs in the final. So mm-hmm. the, that was what, the bet. Yeah, so they can they can mix them up and finish with different pairs, and that doesn't count. Or they compete as inv- individuals, and that doesn't count too. Okay, but like, what if they do a, a twist where somebody can steal money from somebody else? Then I'm then I'm in the clear. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you're in the clear because they pairs. finish the final okay, with the cool. same partner. That's what, that's what I want. Yeah, that's the thing. No, Whoever you start the final with as your partner, you have to run the entire partner final. Like if that, I really need, I really need Breeze and Roethlisberger to retire. Tell me, I was this blue off bed. Yeah, you do. Like, dude, I think a lot of that. We're running up on time. I think a lot of that from the Broncos is a smokescreen, though. Are, so, is are they still the favorite? Him? No, that they're going to fucking get rid of them. And they to just get wanna, Watson. Um, well, no, no I, think wanna, the, I think the Panthers moved ahead of them now. That they just want to try and like increase his perceived value. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Well, are you sure they don't just sign, like, Fitzpatrick or something and roll with yeah. Watt for the first few weeks? No. It, like, if they... No. There's no way. Like, I if they're going to... My, my thinking was that they'll do what the Bears did with Trubisky this year, where Trubisky starts the first few weeks, then Fulis comes in and it's terrible, and I go back to Trubisky. Yeah. Well, I'm more and more convinced that the footballs are drafting a QB. Wow. All let's right. see what happens. Let's, the fact that they're going to release Alex Smith, we gotta get moving. Once we yeah. get to too much football talk, then we lose. Right. We lose half of our audience. <laughs> yeah, at least half. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Send us emails. Oh, yeah. Send us emails at the challenge chronicles at gmail.com. Hopefully you'll be able to find this, uh, the video version of this on YouTube and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Bye.